Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Man, thank you for joining us. This is such a great study as we've been looking at the seven statements of Jesus during the crucifixion. And I don't know if you've ever been around somebody in their last moments on earth, but as you are and someone is speaking to you, the words that they say in those moments are so weighty. When they know their time has come to an end and they call the family in, maybe you lean in to say some final words to them and they say some final words to you, those are words you'll never forget. And think about the magnitude of Jesus' final words before he would die upon the cross, be buried, and then how many you're grateful for is resurrected to life. But this is what it says in Luke chapter 23, starting in verse 39. So Luke 23, verse 39. One of the criminals hanging beside him scoffed. So you're the Messiah, are you? Prove it by saving yourself and us too while you're at it. Verse 40. But the other criminal protested. Don't you fear God? Even as, you, even as you've been sentenced to die? We deserve to die for our crimes, but this man, pointing to Jesus, hasn't done anything wrong. Then he said to Jesus, remember me when you enter into your kingdom. Isn't it interesting? He sees a man who is being crucified, and he knows he's going to his kingdom. And Jesus replied, I assure you, today you will be with me in paradise. Jesus says, today you will be with me in paradise. You know, Jesus was not crucified by himself. The text shows us that there was two criminals with him, one, another gospel says, on his right and one on his left. It's interesting to think about these two separate individuals, these two separate criminals who were there for a just cause. They had done something wrong. But yet, both of them were very different in their response. Really, these two guys represent the world, represents our depravity, who we are, how we fall short, the crimes that we commit, the sin that we commit, the mistakes that we make, and yet Jesus sees them, and each one of them has a different response. Let's look at this for a moment. Two criminals but two different responses. The first criminal looks at Jesus and he's like, hey, if you really are who you say you are, then why don't you save yourself? And while you're at it, why don't you save us too? Just mocking him, making fun of him, ridiculing him. See, this man, he was close to Jesus in proximity, but his heart was far from him. And in fact, he had a hard heart. He was unrepentant and he was what? He was focused on himself. If you really are who you say you are, save yourself and save us too. But there was something totally different about the second criminal. The second criminal was just as close as the first criminal as far as proximity. But the second criminal, instead of having a hard heart, he had a soft heart. Instead of being unrepentant, he was repentant. He said, we deserve to be here. And finally, he was focused not just on himself. He was focused on the one who could save him. He said, today... Will you remember me? And Jesus says, today, when you enter into my kingdom, it's because of me. I love this. I love the picture because this is the point, is that in one moment, Jesus can change everything. These guys, all of their life, 
They had lived for themselves. They had lived ungodly lives, most likely. They had done their own thing. They had committed crimes, obviously. They had been about their own promotion, their own self-gain. They had completely calloused and hard hearts to the things of God. But in one moment, one word that Jesus speaks, just his presence alone, his grace draws this criminal to himself and his life is forever changed. Can I tell you, don't give up on people. Don't give up on God. Don't say, well, I've prayed long enough and I've, I've witnessed long enough and this person doesn't seem to change. You never know what God can do in the final moments of someone's life. Isn't that what grace is all about? It's not about me working my way to him. It's about me encountering him right where I am. Me confessing with my mouth and believing with my heart that he is the Lord, that he can save me. And here this day, this criminal who had lived for himself all of these years, in one instant, his life was forever changed. That day he died on that cross. But that day also he was resurrected into glory. And he was in the presence of Jesus. Two criminals, two different stories. I wonder with us, where does our heart lie? Do we have a heart for people who are far away from God, who are maybe not living for him now, but we're continually praying and reaching out to them? I think about Jesus in this scenario. We talked about the two criminals, but how about Jesus? Here he is suffering in the most pain that anyone can possibly have. In fact, the word excruciating that word was derived from the pain that came from the cross. It was invented to try to depict just how painful the cross was, that they would hang there and die of asphyxiation, suffocation, where their body would literally give out completely because of lack of oxygen. And here Jesus, hanging upon a tree, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, is still saving lives. He didn't come for the healthy. He came for the sick. I pray as a church this week leading up to Easter that our hearts are fully fixed on Jesus and we are conscious that there are people all around us that they might not be dying physically, but spiritually they're dead. And God is the God who can save a person whose heart's far away from them in just one moment. Let me pray for you. Lord, we thank you so much for your words. That Jesus, you spoke to this man on the cross and you said, I assure you, today you will be with me in paradise. God, give us a heart for the world. Give us a heart for people. Help us not to have calloused hearts and unrepentant hearts. That, Lord, that we will be repentant, that we will confess our sins before you. And, Lord, we thank you that your grace meets us right where we are. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit HealingPlaceChurch.org.